When we last left Jem and her Jem friends, they'd won the Battle of the Bands and defeated Eric, who sucks. Jerrica had claimed ownership of her father's record company and... something with orphans, I think? I can only assume the next 60 episodes are breezy and conflict-free as we watch them try on different outfits and singing songs that aren't as good as the Misfits. Wait, I was kidding. Guys, I've reviewed two of these series from start to finish, so I understand that you're here to sell toys, but you're gonna need a plot. Well, this is Sunbow we're talking about, so plot might be overselling it. Purple-haired boyfriend is still hanging around. You look so hot, you'll melt the cameras. <laughs> oh, Rio, you're in the movie too, you know. You know... Jem's tone makes it sound like she's reciprocating the compliment, but what she basically said was, ha ha, you're also here, which is kind of mean if you think about it for even a second. On the other hand, purple-haired boyfriend still doesn't know she's Jerrica, so maybe he shouldn't be hitting on her so openly. This happens. I want you to look at Bonnie. I'm worried about her eyes. Yes, I can see why, Mrs. Bailey. Better call an ophthalmologist first thing tomorrow. Or maybe you could just ask the other orphans to make room for her on the couch? No? Ophthalmologist it is, I guess. There's a lot of frantic scurrying around and switching back and forth between Jem and Jerrica, which I think the show is doing to remind us about the whole secret identity thing, as if I'd ever forget about the most insufferable element of the entire show. Jem meets a woman called Video, who makes videos, which I suppose will be easy to remember. Then purple-haired boyfriend says this. Jem looks pretty good, doesn't she? Yeah, she makes the air sizzle. Like some bright and dazzling dream, if you can find her. But you're not like Jem. Wow. Why he's not purple-haired ex-boyfriend, I have absolutely no idea. Then there's a song called Who Is He Kissing, which actually isn't bad. I mean, it's not Misfits good, but it's more than just a repetitive hook, so that's an improvement. It's also over in about 30 seconds, which is probably part of why I liked it so much. Meanwhile, the Misfits are still pissed that Jem is making a movie and they aren't. Fortunately, Pizzazz's dad is richer than God and agrees to buy her a movie studio with the money he recouped from Reagan's tax cuts. Look, it was either movie studio or listen to a Veruca Salt-style tantrum, and if there's one thing I know about rich dads, it's that they hate pouty songs about bean feasts. But who do the misfits know who can run a movie studio? It'd have to be someone with a track record for physically assaulting women, obviously. Oh, right, Eric. Eric can do it. I thought you were in jail. <laughs> Amazing what lawyers can do. If you pay them enough? Scathing social commentary from Jem. No, seriously, I mean that. So yeah, Tycoon Dad bought the actual studio that's making Jem's movie, and rather than making a separate, better movie about the misfits, Eric is just shoving them into Jem's movie. Which, on the one hand, is incredibly stupid, but on the other, more important hand, it's kind of perfect. Now we have a plot. The holograms show up on set the next day, and there's a whole to-do about what if the makeup person discovers Jerrica slash Jem's holographic makeup, which, look, I'm sure that's a stressful situation, but I feel like having to work for the guy who actually assaulted you might be worse. Okay, maybe that's too real for a kid's show, but they brought it up in the first place. Then there's a whole Kimber likes that handsome Hollywood hunk on the set, but he likes Jem and a completely different Hollywood hunk is into Kimber situation. But seeing as I still barely know anything about Kimber and I literally just met these other two characters, it's hard to care all that much. Oh, and speaking of characters I just met, Video shows up, but her pass is stolen by someone named Clash, who is apparently her cousin. Who boy, this is a lot of new people for me to keep track of, and that's never been exactly my best thing, as anyone who's watched my reviews can tell you. I hope this Clash has some kind of a distinctive... Oh, look at that. She has a tiny pair of symbols on her wrists that she annoys everyone with. That should be easy enough to remember. Then Eric fires the director and takes over. This production is in big trouble. 
This production is in big trouble. Hey, that's what I said. The Holograms play a song called Jealousy, and uh, it's not bad either. That is a solid bass line. Also, I have a very clear idea of what this song is about. That's two in a row, Holograms. Maybe you're finally turning this thing around. Then there's a press conference and Jem's gross co-star gets gross. Jim shouldn't lead him on. Jesus, Kimber, don't be part of the problem. Meanwhile, Pizzazz's dad doesn't really care if all this nonsense loses in millions. Probably a tax write-off or something, fat cat piece of shit. Then the Misfits do a song called Universal Appeal, and damn, this one's good too. Like, the holograms are improving, but sorry kids, the Misfits' songs are still better. Better video too. Then Jim and Pizzazz have a star fight. Uh, in the sense of two stars fighting, but also in the sense of literally throwing stars at each other. That's... Not as good as the song or the video. Then Jem quits the movie, which feels like it should be a big deal, but Jerrica has bigger fish to fry. Or did you forget Chekhov's ophthalmologist appointment from the first act? Bonnie has a degenerative eye condition. Man, if I'd known that so-called girl shows had this level of ridiculous melodrama, I'd have been all over them when I was a kid. Nobody on Transformers ever got a degenerative eye condition. Within a matter of months, perhaps even weeks, Bonnie will be blind. Amazing!